Blog Talk Radio. Psychic Show, Pet Psychic Show. It's the Pet Psychic Radio Show. <laughs> Come and join us. 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Go to the chat room. I think there's activity happening. Hi, everyone. Hi, Boo Boo. Hi, guests. Hi, Safe Pet Haven. Rebecca, how y'all doing in there? Everyone else, come and join us. Um... Laura, are you alive? I'm here and I'm alive. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Um, so, how is everything going this week? Update us. What's happening in your life? It's been going great. I've been taking horseback riding lessons. That's been super fun. That's cool. Do you have to... Um, do you continue to take lessons even though you've been writing like your whole life? Yeah, Is it like well, you music know, lessons? It's so I don't funny. I don't know. So Well, I mean, do you have to take you have to take music lessons your whole life, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. But I quit for 10 years. So, um so and I used to compete really heavily when I was a kid. So mm-hmm. it's like a whole different thing. It's like I, I don't ride as well as I did when I was a teenager. <laughs> but it's funny taking lessons because it's like they kind of think I know it, but I don't really know it. So, like, all the terminology I've forgotten. And I was telling my friend, actually, the other day that I took riding lessons from when I was about five years old till I was about 17 years old, probably twice a week. And I rode, I would say, pretty much every five to seven days, you know, because mm-hmm. I grew up on a horse farm. But all I can remember of my lessons are heels down, shoulders back, and look ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I must have learned more. Oh, my God. That's all I can remember. That's all you can remember. <laughs> I think I would block it out or something. I don't know what happened. But yeah. It's all good. It's all fun. Yeah, what kind of yeah, um, what what are horseback like? Are there? I don't know anything about horseback riding. So, are there different types of riding styles or things you do? <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I rode equitation, which is pretty much judged on like how the rider looks, and and um, the dressage lessons, which is more sort of like yoga dance for horses. And uh, it's so funny because they move. I mean, for all of you that know, I'm sorry if I'm butchering dressage right now. I don't mean to, for those of you who are are horse riders. Um, They have to bend their neck, you know, or flex their neck, like kind of close close into their chest or um, that might not even be right, but they have to bend their neck. And I always think it looks painful. I think it looks unnatural to me. And they have to, like, be riding on the bit or, you know, where they have contact with the bit. And I think... It doesn't look good, but like I talk to the some of the horses and they tell me that it helps them stretch out and it, it helps them like yoga does. And oh. but then other ones, I think those are the people who are riding wrong or saying that it's actually hurting them. So it's been really fun because I've enabled it. The instructor that I'm riding with, she is she'll talk to the horses with me, so I can say like, "Am I hurting you?" Or like, "What am I doing right? What am I doing wrong?" Right. At one point, the instructor said, "Oh, do you think the horse is a better instructor than I am?" Or, "Or oh, you think the instru- do you think the horse is a riding instructor?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I mean, no, but I'm doing right and wrong." Right. Well, maybe uh, that's good that the horse can teach you because now you can get like double the lessons even if your teacher's not there. Yeah, right. You know, so like true. you can get like free lessons I have with the horse. That. Oh. I don't have access to that horse, though. That would be cool, though. Yeah, I'm going out with my with my riding instructor. What's her name? Oh, Peanut. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, well, maybe we should have like a um, an interview someday with like uh, horses or other animals who 
train or who can train humans to do stuff. Like an animal trainer, yeah, but like the animals are the trainers of the humans. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, that's how it should be. I think. I mean, what? That's how it should be. Yeah, no, no, that's true. I mean, that's uh, how it should be, you know? I mean, it's like Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's take some phone calls um, here. It's uh, It's hot here. Sorry, I'm trying to concentrate, but it's really hot here in California. I'm sure it's hot other places, too. Um, there's been a crazy heat wave. So um, here we go. Oh, our first caller is from Arizona. And I bet it's really hot there. Um, Tara and Victoria. <laughs> hey there. Yes. You guys are on the air. Hi. Hi. So tell us um, about your story and what you would like to ask uh, about your pet. Um, I have a real, really sad story. Um, last year, May 2nd, oh, I can't do it, too. Okay. Um, our our family dog that we rescued, um, it, the rescue story is actually really unique and adorable, too, but um, two days before my, my wedding last year, there was a fire at my mom's house, and she risked her life, basically, trying to save her, our dog, Maxine, and uh, couldn't do it. She's a German Shepherd, and I, either she was part coyote or wolf. I rescued her. So I didn't know, but she was my best friend. She was the smartest dog ever, and I could get her out of the fire. What did, what did, what did she look like? Can you tell me, like her coloring? Yeah, she was um, black, and she looked like a German Shepherd, but she had, um, she acted like a coyote. Very, very, very. Smart. Yeah. And she she was and, black, um, so and and what was what's her name? Her name is Maxine. And um, her name was Maxine. Uh, yeah, her name was Maxine. And I just don't know why and, she didn't and know. And when you, oh, okay. So so can you tell me? So, um, her house burned down. Yes, it did. Oh, and so your mom tried to go in and save her, and she she refused to leave the house? Is that what happened? She, she wouldn't come out from under the bed. She and wouldn't come out trailer. from under the bed. It was a trailer, and it oh. burned very, very fast. Oh, how sad is that? I'm so sorry. Um, hold I on, let me get her, okay? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she must be around you, though. You must feel her a little bit, no? I feel her every day. Oh, good, good. It's changed my life. Oh, bad. That's so traumatic. Um, Okay, let me get her and see what she says about why she didn't come out that day. I was really scared. And I could and I could breathe under the bed. There was a pocket of air and I could breathe easy. And the weirdest thing is all of a sudden I passed out. She said that um, it was the weirdest thing because she was thinking to herself, wow, maybe I should run out of here. But she said, but it's so safe and I can breathe in here. And then I died. Oh. She said, and when I died, I ran like running through a stream in the woods. And the water felt really cool on my paws. And when I got to heaven, there was a man there, and he said, it's so great to see you. And he gave me a big hug. And he said, I'll help you go to your loved ones. And then he took me down to see them. 
Do you know who that man would be? And it could be somebody, um, it could be, it could be somebody that may not have known her but loves you guys, so came for her. Maybe my could, dad. Um, could I it be like love. your dad? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, your dad. Yeah, it could be a lot of people. I lost a lot of people. But right after that, I lost her best friend. She drowned in the river. And um, I lost another dog that with cancer right after Oh my gosh, that's so weird that that she said that she ran through water and that you lost another dog that drowned in the river. Yeah, it was with a friend of mine. She had a tie right? to the teeth, and it, it went, they went in the river and she drowned it. That that was her best friend. Oh my god. Yeah, it's I okay. Because we're here and we're not suffering. And sometimes we run, and sometimes we run figure eights around you and behind you. And And sometimes we curl up on your feet at the end of the bed. And your dad. She said, um, and your dad always gets some cold water from the fridge. Oh, your dad always gets cold water from the fridge? Or he's getting the dog's cold water from the fridge, but I almost, did he drink beer from the fridge? <laughs> the beer? No, no, cold water I did. Yeah. I gave him cold water. I don't know the beer, but there's some. Oh, you do? Okay, so your dad is getting her cold water from the fridge. Aw. Aw, she's okay. I'm sorry that you lost them. But what's so amazing about it to me, you know, especially because German Shepherds are so smart, so of course you're wondering, why didn't she just, like, run out? Like, it doesn't, there's a part that doesn't make sense. But somehow, heaven. Yeah. So there's something about the way the other side made it sort of happen for her is that they created this really, like, cool place where she could breathe under the bed. Like, it actually, to me, it feels like breathing, like, cold mountain air. Like, somehow it sheltered her from the actual fire. And what's also I found really interesting is that she went from being completely alert to completely gone because... Um, usually with smoke, they it's like a slow falling asleep. So she was really protected. Your dad actually really protected her in the crowbar, and he was there instantly for her. Well, that's really nice. Um, uh, you tell me, like, how maybe the fire might have started. I don't know if she would know that, but I can ask her. Was I mean I don't know if it was arson. It was just too weird. She said if it was something behind, I don't know if it's the sink that was sparking. Maybe it was there like a coffee maker there or something. Something behind in the wall that was sparking. It was like an outlet. But it looks like it's it looks like it's in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It sparked together, she said. So, does she miss my mom or is she happy? You know, um, I'll ask her that and then i got to get to the other callers because we've got lots of okay. callers. Hold on. Okay. No, she says, I'm really happy. I don't really miss them. And it, it's that actually in heaven they don't necessarily miss us. I mean, some of us can really miss, some of them can really miss us, but most of them don't miss us because they can be with us whenever they want. So they can be in that feeling of being with us. So it's different for them than it is for us in heaven. Okay. Okay, thanks for calling in. We're going to take another caller. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. 
Wow, that's a really tragic story. So sad. I know it's sad. Um. Okay. But uh, you know what? It's so beautiful. I kind of. I don't know. The dog wasn't scared at all. There wasn't a moment of fear, really. That's awesome. I like also what you, you know, I always wonder that too. Like, oh, we miss our animals so much when they pass. And I wonder like, oh, are they sad? Do they miss us? Are they sad Are they that they're gone? But like you said, it's kind of cool to know that they can always yeah. be with us and they can feel that they're, you know, always with us still. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel, because what I, my belief is from talking to so many of them is that there's a part of us that's in heaven that they can spend time with. And mm-hmm. so many of them talk about this mirror image of their home being in heaven so that they can, like, hang out on the couch with us or go on a walk with us. They can do whatever they want with us. That's so cool. Maya, my wolf twin in heaven, she totally wanted to come back. It's, like, all she could think about was, like, how could she get back here? Right, so, and now she's back. Some of them do. Our story. Yeah, <laughs> and now she's back as Luca. Um, okay, so we're going to go to our special guest. We have Sandy from Laguna Woods Cat Club as our special guest today. Hi, Sandy. Welcome to our show. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about the Laguna Woods Cat Club. Where, First of all, where is Laguna Woods? It's just inland from Laguna Beach. Uh, it used to be known as Leisure World, and they incorporated as their own town a number of years back. It's primarily a retirement community, and that was the impetus for the club to help uh, situations where, of course, some of the seniors pass away and leave animals or become ill and can't care for them themselves. So it's more or less a network of people who help each other with the animals in uh, situations that would be much more dire for their cats otherwise. And um, then they've branched out to do some events and fundraisers, and they also post other needy cats on their website and uh, help with networking here in the Orange County area and have a foster network of their own. Great. So it's more of a network club where people can kind of help each other out and find fosters and um, help find homes for cats who may have uh, lost their their family. Is that right? Right, but a lot of it is internal among the mm-hmm. residents there. Uh, they have a foster, a group of people who do foster for other people right within the community. It's a large community, and uh, <clears throat> it's a 55 and over. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily assisted living or anything like that. In fact, for many who live there, it's very, very independent mm-hmm. living, but uh, it is a senior community, so it helps a little bit in um, planning for what will happen to your pets if they outlive you. Mm -hmm. And uh, they also maintain an outdoor colony of cats nearby that they have volunteers who maintain those and uh, take in abandoned cats or other cats from private party situations primarily um, that are in need and... um, do a really good job, I think. I got involved uh, when I was with an animal rescue organization and did a speaking engagement with them. Wow. So for all of our listeners, you can check out the Laguna Woods Cat Club at uh, lagunawoodscatclub.com, and you can get information there. So you can pull that up on your page right now. Um, So how can uh, outsiders help out with the organization? Uh, well, they can they can contact uh, for now. They could come go through me. I wasn't prepared with uh, the proper person's email that they would want mm-hmm. on the air. So I would be happy to be the intermediary if someone is interested in joining or getting information. There's also cat uh, contact information on the website, and they do post animals there, and they do do courtesy postings which is a term we use for you know, animals that 
are in need of new homes but aren't necessarily in the custody of Laguna Woods Cat Club members. Mm-hmm. So they're courtesy postings, and if they get a response, they send it to the rescue group or individual who's trying to help that particular cat. I think it's wonderful that you guys uh, have put together this cat club. Um, it sounds like it's, it would be a really good model for other uh, groups um, who have, you know, uh, a, kind of like senior living areas or people who have uh, communities can come together and have a cat club to help network and find homes for cats. Uh, do you have other organizations you work with or, or are you just, uh, are you guys independent? There is a loose affiliation of rescue groups. It isn't under an umbrella name or anything like that, but there are quite a few rescue groups that work with the Orange County Shelter and with other shelters in the area. Um, and, yes, you're exactly right about senior communities. Many, many times there's a lot of ideal situations. In fact, I'm I'm hoping to be working on something something along the same lines here in Laguna Beach with a a senior center. What happens many times is perhaps the senior person loses a pet and isn't too sure if they're at a point in life where they want to take on a a kitten, for instance. Mm -hmm. But there are many senior animals also that are hard to place, and they can still have a cat in their lives by fostering or by adopting another senior animal in need and helping out with the ones in their own neighborhoods to provide that connection with the animals. And uh, it, it is an ideal setup. There are always uh, organizations and clubs within the senior communities, and, it, and it's an absolutely stellar way for people to stay connected and to help animals at the same time. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, perfect match, I, it sounds like, for the animals and the people. So uh, today we're going to be talking to Maxine, uh, not Maxine, that was our last caller. Uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Caesar, is it? Yes, Caesar is representing uh, mm-hmm. a few kitties. Oh, uh, awesome. Who were in a home. Yeah, how many? How many? There were four that were in the home. Mm-hmm. The people lost their home to foreclosure, contacted some rescue groups, but were apparently unaware of the time it takes to get networking out and try to find new homes. So within a day, they had taken them off to the shelter, and where they lived was, it's a particularly high-kill shelter. Fortunately, Rescue people stepped up and were able to get one cat was adopted immediately. Uh, Caesar and um, uh, Bubba and Misty were left behind, and rescue groups were able to get them out and get them into either foster or temporarily to boarding. And Caesar went to a foster home. So Caesar decided that it would be a good thing to represent uh, the former housemates. Uh, you can only imagine what people would think, much less the animals. It, you're sleeping on the couch taking a nice nap one afternoon, and an hour later you're in a mm-hmm. cage in a noisy, scary uh, place with many, many smells that perhaps aren't nice to you mm-hmm. and that smells of dogs that you may not like and all and it's very very stressful on cats and this group is very very fortunate and caesar caesar's a big uh, big boy he's 18 pounds let's ask uh let's ask caesar um let's interview caesar so laura why don't you talk to caesar and find out his experience yeah, I asked him a little bit about his people, so let me let me get exactly what he's saying. Hold on. I'm really mad at them. I feel like they had longer to think about it. Yes. And they had other options. They could have taken us. They could be left in one room. But they were too worried that it was 
too much work and too much of an imposition. They said so they that, just wrapped us up. Yeah, see, they didn't tell Caesar and the housemates that they they said that they thought they had a place that would accept animals, but then the place only would take dogs. So oh, I don't know, Caesar. I don't know. Hold on. No, they said a friend would take us. Oh, okay. Just okay. in one room for a while. And they didn't want to do it. And I think that they're not nice people. And I feel like they threw the responsibility of us onto someone else. Maybe, does he have a sister? Uh, they are not siblings. Does he have a sister? The four yeah, but, but another one, because he says maybe... He says, maybe my sister would be more compassionate. But sometimes I get the sexes mixed up. <laughs> Me too. I can't be compassionate. I'm angry. Um, should I ask him, what would Caesar you say like to his, them if you could? Does Caesar like his foster home? That's where I am now. But it's kind of lonely in the heart because you know it's not for good. If it was for good, I'd be really happy. I, I would like a cubby space. Absolutely. My food sometimes hurts my teeth. What does? He says his food sometimes hurts his teeth. Oh, okay. Maybe I would just have his teeth checked, or maybe it's just the kibble on his gums. Right, right. Just to take a look, maybe. Okay. Um, let's ask him, what do you promise to your new family? I promise to be a good cat. Aww. The reason why I wasn't good at the last place, I like rodents. Mm. And I just didn't like that place. Like most of the people that I meet now. I like to need people and look at them. Do you know what that is? Um, hmm. It's when I put my paw on them and look at them. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, he's very friendly. Very friendly cat. Very sweet. You look like he might be laying on somebody's chest or putting his paw on somebody's shoulder while they're on the couch or something. He is a lap cat. Definitely he was identified mm-hmm. as a lap cat. So I think that's probably does, does, a good does chance. Does somebody there. in the family have a little bit of, does somebody in his home have a little bit of a belly? <laughs> Whoever that is, he really likes. <laughs> I don't um, know, but, else, I, but I know that. It's so cute. I want to say thank you to all these people. All these people that are in rescues, they deserve a big sum of money. <laughs> they, of course, would like that. Would you ask uh, there's a possibility that Bubba will get a home pretty soon. Uh, what would he think? What does he think of that? That Bubba might be going can to a home. Can you tell me what Bubba looks like? A black kitty. Okay, just so I have a picture of him when I call him. Medium hair, black kitty. I think it would be excellent for Bubba. Great. It's super sad that we have to be split up. Yes. But we all need home. And I don't want to hold anyone back. Uh-uh. What a but nice it would be kind of cool if I got to be there. Okay. I would love it. Aw, it's so sweet. You know what I think of him? 
I mean, and I mean, a lot of the rescue animals know, but he knows how much went into rescuing him. Like he knows, like, like sometimes you know how you said before about how he was just sitting on the couch one day and then they lifted him up. And for some of them, that's true, but so many of them, they're conscious of what's going on in the house. So they knew what was going on, and they knew the feelings of like, like the hit, like should we keep them or oh my god, now we got to get rid of them, and you know, or we don't want to impose too much on somebody, and what if we can't find another place for them? Like, like his people really seem to take a easy way out here, and so he kind of saw how that went, and the the contrast between how they dealt with it. And then how the people he all of a sudden got put into the hands of, it's such a huge difference to him that he is so grateful. And it goes to show, like, how much he's listening because he's like, I hope they get a huge sum of money because he's thinking, you know, it costs money to rescue animals. And so he knows somebody must have been talking about that around him. So it's uh, pretty neat, I think. It's really, I always say I love to see you know, the eyes, like through the eyes of the animals, what the people are like or what the organization is like. I mean, sometimes it's really horrible. I don't don't necessarily want to see it. But with him, it's just to show like things have felt safe. Since they fell into your organization, they have felt safe. And even if they needed to be separated, they still feel safe. And that is really amazing to me. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for that. Does he like being called the Three Amigos? For the three that Uh were taken? We did that to try to get attention for them for Forever Homes. Yeah, he says he loves it, but it'd be sad when they're separated. Well, thank you so much, Sandy, for being on our show. And uh, for all of our listeners, again, that's Laguna Woods Cat Club. Go to lagunawoodscatclub.com for more information and find out how you can help and be involved. Um, And uh, thank you so much, and thanks to Caesar for being on our show as well. Keep us posted and let us know. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Sandy. I hope they uh, let us know how uh, Caesar is doing in the future and, you know, keep us posted on where he's at and where he goes. Um, I know, and it's just for all of you, he's this beautiful orange tabby. I mean, he's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah, he's really, really cute. I like that picture. He's lying down. Really cute. <laughs> um, right now it is <laughs> Uh, We have uh, a lot of people chatting in the chat room. And um, our first, I have a quick question from Safe Pet Haven. Says um, she has a, uh, okay, my childhood pet was a charcoal gray tuxedo cat with a perfect matching gray bow tie on his chest. My question related to his passing and just prior. How did you die? Specifically, where where were you buried and by whom? His name was Tuffy. Does he know how long I've missed him? Did he come back to me since then? She doesn't know how he died or if he got buried? I guess not. Safe pet? Uh, That's correct, right? Yeah, because that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me see her answer. Okay. Charcoal, gray tuxedo cat with a bow tie, gray bow tie on the chest. And what's his name? Tuffy. Tuffy with a tuxedo. There were mysterious circumstances around his death. That's what she wrote. This is a mystery. Oh, my God. Investigative. Pet Psychic Investigates. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I've been watching too much. I know. I know. I've been obsessed with psychic kids. I watched like ten episodes last night. Not ten. I watched two. But um, um. Okay, hold on. It looks like he went off to pass away. Like he was like sick, and he went off, and like I, he looks like he went off into the bushes. 
I was like behind the vine. Behind the vines that were sort of thick and curled around, it looks like um, like um, like a hedge. So perhaps it was not as mysterious as we thought. Yeah. I don't know. Right, but I do so, feel crazy. He did feel what? cramping in his stomach and he just feel like maybe he went too soon i don't know if maybe he did get into like an antifreeze or something oh it wasn't pain for like a long time when i got to heaven i was like here i am (laughs) and sometimes you are sad in heaven When you're sad in heaven, it's a different feeling than sad on earth. It's sort of like a lovely sad. Because sometimes when you're sad on earth, you think it's going to last forever. When you're sad in heaven, you know it's only going to be a moment. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, that is kind of like, it's poetic kind of. It is, but it makes yeah. sense that, like, mm-hmm. sadness doesn't last for a long time where he is. He yeah. knows that. Or, like, yeah. sometimes when you're sad, you feel like you're going to be sad forever. Wow. Aww. Yeah. Um, so I hope that helps, uh, Safe Pet, and, um, yeah, let us know if that speaks to you in any way. Uh, let's get back to our callers here. We have um, Tina with an update on the dog hoarding i don't know you i mean she's your friend so you probably remember but for our listeners yeah yeah um can you tell our listeners what happened and tina you're on the air now okay um laura do you want me to start hi, hi tina hi laura how are you sure you can say okay good. Um, in the process of looking for lily again um we came across the hoarding situation and i'm hoping i've been on the phone daily with um, American Kennel Club and some different organizations. And so far I'm coming into a lot of dead ends. I'm not able to um, find anybody that will listen because apparently um, the laws are, they're following all the laws and what they're doing is, is all legal. I'm also finding that the breeders are all very tight and very protective of each other and find that this is more like livestock. So that part, I'm very disappointed and very sad. So the breeders are saying it's more like what? They're, they're, they treat them like livestock. They compare them to cattle. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, so for all of you, um, this place that Tina found is an AKC breeder, um, and the, the conditions, there were over 50 dogs, Mm-hmm. And the conditions were, like, they were all in these little teeny tiny pens, separate pens, but, you know, they were in different pens, and there was feces all over the place. It was in a dark basement, and he keeps the light off when he's not in there, and the owner keeps the light off when he's not in there, and he lets them out. This is an AKC breeder, where these puppies are probably very, very expensive, Um that um, he lets them out into the backyard altogether. So there's no, we don't know if they're interbreeding with one another. And um, this is actually really scary because this man is also an AKC judge. And so that's like so important for all of you who are out there purchasing um, animals from breeders that you go to the breeder and make sure you see the mom and the dad and the conditions because just by just looking at this guy's website and by talking to them, Tina had absolutely no idea that the dogs were going to be in the, these conditions. The saddest thing about it is that because there is um, food and water and shelter, there's nothing that anybody can do about this. And the fact that other breeders are being protective over this man is sickening to me because I know that we have a lot of rescues on here and a lot of rescue people don't believe in breeders. I know good breeders 
I know to out for their dogs. They only breed once a year, and they're making sure that if they're they're tracking their dogs down, checking up on them. If there's a disease, they pull the the breeding from the line. They'll take dogs back. They'll refund money. And no breeders like this. So this is disgusting that other breeders are supporting this. Absolutely disgusting. And yes. so just because there's an AKC label on it doesn't necessarily mean that um, that it's AKC standards. And if AKC is actually allowing, knowing this happens and actually allowing this to happen, that's even sicker. So, um, so Tina, just so you know, I passed your email and those pictures on to Wayne Fasselli, who's the president of the Humane Society of the United States. Okay. And uh, he just wrote me a quick email back saying thanks for sharing, and then he'll pass it on to somebody. So um, so I don't that's know if I you ever may get a contact from Okay. Yeah, that's so maybe, maybe he'll look into it or he'll have one of his people look into it, and maybe you may hear from them. I would so, love that. I'm hopefully. having some struggling not being able to help and rescue them. It makes me just sad. And just so well, you know, we did not need I mean, it. We weren't it? looking for a show dog. We were, we were just looking for a pet, and we wanted a puppy. We would have loved to have rescued one, um, but it didn't work out that way yet or so far. Um, so, yeah, if you have any help on that, that would be great. Yeah, and maybe what you could do is see if this guy's on Yelp or on if there's any reviews, and maybe you can post them on him um, out on the on the internet. I don't okay. know if I could put a review on my website about him. So then, if if anyone wrote, I don't know how that would be. I've got to look the thing into that. You've got to be careful of defamation of character. You know, yeah, right. You've got to be so careful with that so that you don't end up being sued by these people. Um, right, around. I know. Um, so in the process but of you all of that, I'm sorry? Yeah, go ahead. Then you actually found a cute little adorable puppy. Yes, I did. Um, we drove six hours um, to Michigan when, last weekend, um, and we did end up picking out a puppy. Her new name, so she won't be with us for three weeks. Her name will be Emmy May. Um, it's actually Emerald Lily May. We honored our Lily. Um, my question, oh. if it's okay, is to ask, yeah. because we don't know whether to get a second one. And what we want to know mm-hmm. is, is this Lily, or did she send somebody to me to heal my heart until we found her? Because that will depend on whether we get a litter mate or whether we wait for Lily to come back. I keep hearing you got to wait till this one comes home to get another one. So don't get two at one time. And mom, you're you're going to be really surprised. No, mom, don't. Mom, you're going to be really surprised. What does that mean? There's a part of me in there. There's a huge part of me in there. A huge part of me. You're gonna so, love that puppy. So, so I think it's not really, her. but time. Yeah, no, no. The way it is when they reincarnate, it's segments of them come back. So, um, so it is like a big part of her. Okay, so, so I you just to have to looking. wait to see how you. No, don't keep looking. Don't keep okay. looking. But definitely and just have her. It looks like she wants. It looks like she wants a second, but not right away. Not right okay. away. Okay, so no litter mate. You know what? Yeah, no, she wants you to enjoy this one puppy for a while. She wants you to be just alone with this one puppy. Oh, that's good. That's you know what, what I was thinking. I, yeah, and I really think, feel like this new puppy is Lily, but, you know, you'll have to see when when you have her, like, how you feel with her, like, if you feel like Lily's back and, you know, it's time, like right. time will tell. But I remember right. how she said that when we see would have not, like, boogers coming out of her nose or she would have a drippy nose right. or something, and right. then that one puppy at that guy's place had a drippy nose. And right. I think sometimes that either it's lost in translation. You know how I said that sometimes it's like this, it's like finding your some for some reincarnations when I work with them, 
it's like a treasure hunt. It's like one clue leads you to another place, and then one another clue leads you to another place. I think that that's just telling you you're on the right path. Because when I saw that picture, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so weird. But right. I think it's just like you're on the right path and you were supposed to be there, not necessarily that it was her. Right. And that well, could be like, that could be, it could be two different things. It could be the universe just getting you to trust the process, or it could be lost in translation and maybe I, you know, didn't hear it completely right. And, I mean, we don't really know, but I'm sure that that's not Lily. That right. Puppy. I think so. I agree with you. The cool thing when we got this new puppy or when we picked this new puppy is this puppy, like, um, made a a noise. I can only say it's a noise. It was like a purring sound in my neck. And that's what Lily used to do. And when I gave her to my husband, he didn't. He doesn't really know what I'm doing, but I went to look at the other puppies, and I turned around, and she was making that noise in his neck. And he said to me, this sounds oh. just like Lily. So that was kind of interesting. I know, and and she barked for the first time. And the the coolest part was, I don't know who believes what, but we found I found three feathers at three really odd locations that morning, and a rainbow on our way to um, look at the puppies. There was a a rainbow that I took a picture of. So there was a lot of things that were very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. That's so it. And also, for all of you out there, I have to say that Tina wrote me an email afterwards that she said, because she went to two different places. And the first thing she said was the first place I was sure of one. The second place I didn't, what did you say? You said something like, I was drawn to two puppies. Right. I was confused because I love (laughs) them all and I want want to save them all. And I can't do that, of course. So, yeah, I was a little confused when I left, and I was crying because it was so confusing. But then my husband right away said, no, I, I'm thinking the first place. And then I said, you know what, I decided that too. <laughs> but I wanted to hear his input. Oh, so, that is yeah. so awesome. It's that puppy. So cool. Yeah. So you have to call us back when you bring her home. And then I tell will. us I how she's some doing at home. Time to call. Yeah, I will. I don't want to keep um, taking up your airtime with other people, so I will wait several weeks, but we won't have her for three more weeks. I keep telling, I started school back, and I've told all my students, because they went through this with me last spring um, when I lost Lily. So I've had a lot of my students all excited for me, so we're very happy. Oh, it's so cool. Perfect timing that you do it right when you get back to school, too. He does have a plan. Those poor kids are probably thinking that all summer like yeah they're excited for me but i i do um want to thank you for trying to help me with the other situation also laura i do want to try i'm so work like crazy between now and the time i get for to try to get more awareness with this um yeah you know it's not considered a puppy mill but it pretty much is one and um it just was shocking and surprising the AKC needs yeah. yeah. I think sure. I would keep going to the AKC because they need to be on that. That is like. According yeah. to what people okay, tell me, know, we gotta get- she doesn't take care of. Okay, I'll let you go. I'm sorry. Yeah. You've got other calls. Okay, no problem. That's okay. Can you be well? Okay, thanks so much, both of you. Thank you. Thanks, Tina. Bye. Okay, so real quick, we're going to get to our next caller because we only have a few minutes left. So, Catherine from Georgia, real quick, tell us about your pet. Yes, I have one. Hello, Laura. Yes, I have one senior and one uh, teenager, and I would like to know how are they getting along? Are they getting along well together? Okay, can you tell me what they look like and their names? Okay, my senior Snowball is white. Sebastian, my teenager, he's black and gray. And are they cats? The the poodles, my two dogs, they're poodles. Okay. Small, medium, large? Uh, Snowball is about 7 pounds, and the baby, Sebastian, he's about 10, 10 pounds. Okay. Okay, hold on. So Snowball says he likes the other one, but there's something about... How the other, how, what's his name? Sebastian punches Sebastian, him around uh-huh. the neck that he doesn't like. Huh? Excuse me? 
Um, he says that he doesn't like something that Sebastian does around his neck. Oh. Like Snowball doesn't like something that Sebastian does around his neck. Do you know what that is? No, I have no idea. Something Sebastian's doing to Snowball's neck? Yeah, or, or behind his ear or something. Is he sniffing behind his ear? I, I don't know. The, the team, Sebastian, get a little rough sometime. Um, I don't know about yeah. that. It looks like behind his ear. So watch him when he gets a little rough if he's up by the neck or okay. up by the okay. ear. Okay. Stop him. Okay. Um, but I like him. Or Snowball likes him around. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much. Because when I, I first got Sebastian, Snowball could not stand the little fella. Snowball says he's getting smarter. Okay, great, great. Is uh, sometimes Snowball and he's would just. Fun to... mm-hmm. Sometimes Snowball will get in my face and just stare me down. Is he trying? What is he trying to tell oh. me? Yeah, let me ask him. But I'll bet it's a bunch of different things, you know. Okay. So let me ask him. Sometimes I want my food changed to the mushy, wet food. Oh, he want okay, okay. And when I'm groomed, can you be careful of under my armpit? Okay. Armpit, okay. Sometimes I say, Mom, calm down and let's go for a walk. (laughs) Okay, okay. I wonder why he's saying that. Okay, okay. Wait, Sebastian is saying something. Tell my mom I like scratches around my butt. He what? What about his butt? Scratches on his butt. Scratches on his butt. He likes. Yeah, he wants you to scratch his butt. And he also wants a small donut bed. A small he has That's a small best. donut bed. Oh, let me ask him what about it then. Okay. <laughs> funny, funny. I wanted to go in different places. Okay. Like okay. on the couch or on the bed. Okay, okay. So he wants it to be sort of near you. Yes. Okay. Um do and you want phones to choose. Okay, sometimes the bass will look toward the front door or just bark. Do I have spirits in my house or can dogs see spirits? Dogs can see spirits. I don't know if you have spirits in your house. No, I think there's some there. Isn't somebody coming? No, it's just me and the, uh, Snowball and Sebastian that live here. I keep feeling like we're waiting for someone. Oh. Hmm. Isn't there that man with the nice beard? Do you know who that is? No, I do not. The man with the beard? No. Do you know somebody who passed away that has a beard? It looks like um like a white like a short white beard. And so maybe it is a spirit. Do you think could that be like um like your grandpa, your dad or your um might be. Did anybody have like a uh, you know, Sebastian sometimes he just look and he start barking. It, it it appears as if he's he is seeing something here. Yeah, he looks like he's seeing a man. And he has, like, a white beard, but the man looks really friendly. Okay. He looks like somebody that's coming with love. Okay, okay. You don't know who that is. It, it might be my, yeah. my, my, uh, my father or my stepfather because it's a bad oh, now barking. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that's also well, thanks for coming. They like to bark. Thanks for yeah, calling, what? Catherine. Mm. Okay. Mm. okay. So that was Catherine and her two poodles. Ask ask Luca what? I know. I was thinking maybe I should ask Luca if he sees spirits all the time. That's why he's barking. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like he's barking at nothing. 
Well, you know what? Aloha barks too, so it must be a poodle thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a poodle puppy. Yeah, poodle puppy stuff, you know. <laughs> no, you might have spirits in your house too. Well, I think, uh, well, the spirits in my house are like Ventura probably walking around here wanting no, to come my back. God, these psychic, these psychic children that I'm listening to on the, on the, on psychic kids, you know, they all see so many spirits wherever they go. There's like lots of spirits. I'm like, my gosh, like lots of spirits. Like in that, does, that doesn't happen to you? School. Well, it, when I was younger, but I think I can just shut them out now. But, yeah, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so like these kids. But I was telling my friend today, like, a lot of these kids feel really isolated. And, you know, I was such a good storyteller, I think, that my friends always thought it was so fun to, like, hear how I was seeing ghosts. I never got outcast because of it. That's cool. Lucky. Yeah. You weren't the weirdo. I mean, I probably was still the weirdo, but I wasn't the uh, weirdo people didn't like. You were the weirdo that people liked. Still the weirdo. <laughs> yeah. At least uh, I thought they liked me. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe you were entertainment. That's what I think. Maybe I was. Maybe I was. Right. Um, let's ask uh, who wants to be who wants to be our words of wisdom today. We have to ask our animal her. friends. Yeah, you know you who's awake over. Yeah, let me ask Summer. This is Jim's dog. I've been uh, pet sitting for the last two. Uh, she's a Labrador Retriever. She's like twelve years old. Summer, honey, have you been listening to the show? Do you have any words of wisdom? Welcome to the show, Summer. Everyone should listen to their animals. That's a good one. And I like Laura being here because I get more care. <laughs> That's good. And what about you, Serafina? Serafina, my cat just came in. Serafina, you have words of wisdom? Take your animal to a new place every month. Now, she's a cat. So you like going to new places? Because she came to pet sit with me, too. You like to go to new places, Serafina? And tell I she is also a ghost attractor. Wow. Oh, great. I am not. I don't know why you guys think I'm psychic. I'm not psychic. You are psychic. I'm not psychic. I'm going to get you to realize that one of these things. Oh, you, you know what we forgot to talk about? Our ghost hunting, I know. ghost busting. I totally forgot. You guys, listeners, Laura and I had the craziest ghost busting experience, and we didn't really bust the ghosts because I think they're still there. But it was really insane, <laughs> and I only I know we only have two minutes, so maybe we'll continue this conversation next week, and we could tell you all the crazy stuff we, that happened. But we went to our friend's um, apartment and brought, like, ghost hunting equipment and our animals and we talked to this ghost that was haunting the place so it was really really crazy and there was all this wacky stuff that happened and I think I caught some of it on video so hopefully we'll have that someday on our yes. website and I got so faint I had to lean up against the wall and the and the uh, the ghost <laughs> instruments were going remember they, they went crazy. from 1.5 to 20 <laughs> They went to 30. They went up to 30 points, which no. is, like, unheard of. I would just like to say that I was scared, and that is why I've been watching Psychic Kids for the last week, so I can learn by chip coffee how not to be scared. <laughs> this is what uh, a life of a pet psychic is like. This is a window into the life of a pet psychic. No, I was scared. I really learned. I, like, Yeah. She was scared. Yeah. She called me a bunch of times. <laughs> no, I was shaking. I was Aww. shaking. And my I heart was beating. Oh, my God. And this God. all happened after I left I The ghost followed me into the car. Anyways, we'll tell you all about it next week. Thank you so much for joining us on Blog Talk Radio, Pet Psychic Radio Show. Uh, join us again next week, same time, same place. 
Uh, follow us on or like us on our Facebook page at the Pet Psychic Radio. Bye. Bye. Bye.